Hello and welcome to the Spread Podcast. I'm your host, Kat. In today's episode, I get to chat with my life partner, Magic, as we discuss digital intimacy from the perspective of our relationship, or just my relationship with my different romantic partners. We discuss how we met online and conducted a relationship entirely online for over three years. We give tips and tricks on how to navigate online relationships, touching on communication, sex, and an array of other things. If you are navigating or looking to navigate a digital relationship, as we've seen become prevalent during the pandemic, this episode may be perfect for you. And if the spirit moves you, please share this episode or this podcast with your network. Other than that, I hope you are following us on all of our digital platforms. We are at the spread across the board. Enjoy this episode. I am sitting in my bed. And right next to me is the one and only Magic. Magic, say hello. Hello, spreaders. So today we're going to be discussing digital intimacy, where and how to find love online. I like it. Okay. Do you want to start? Because you're my guest. Start with what? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Ah, I know. What's been your experience with online dating? Like, generally, what has been your experience with online dating? So my first experience with online dating was a cute little app called uh, Meet Me. It was it was the ghetto. It's pretty much like Tinder, but like less controlled. And it would be like singles in your area. And then it would just be like really old people and really strange folks. Actually, that's a lie. The first time I tried online dating was Craigslist. This is how you know. Wow. Yeah. I put out a fucking ad on Craigslist for myself. Thankfully, I didn't get any hits because I was reading through the other, I was scrolling down for like the W for W and like gay men section. I'm like, yo, we just out you like this. This is it. And then I discovered things like Tinder, her, Bumble, go down the list. I, I've been pretty successful finding like flings and situations like that. But um, for the most part, Tinder is where my friends came from because for antisocial introvert who just didn't like going out, um, that was my opportunity to like meet people and flirt and be like, hi, all the shit that I can't say in real life because hitting on people in real life is really difficult, especially if you're queer and you're black and you're just, you know, all the things that people fetishize, but don't really take the time to learn how to understand or even want to understand. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes all the sense. Um, So has your experience with online dating been that you were searching for flings? Because, I mean, you said it was successful. My idea of success is finding, like, more meaningful romantic relationships than it has been about finding flings. So I consider my online dating life unsuccessful. Well, the thing is, I've only ever been in this makes my third serious relationship that's been more than a year but when it when I was dating on tinder it was more so I was finding myself and I was or just tinder bumble all the social networking whatever dating apps I was more so looking for people to connect with like a lot of my friends came from tinder when I say it was successful for me it was just about making connections with people who were like-minded and I was made sure to include that in my profile like I'm like no one night stands I can't do that my mind and body physically don't let me have one night stands. Even kissing people, I've had to real life dodge a kiss. And I'm just like, whoa, I don't know you enough for you to be putting your lips on my lips. Hello, saliva exchange. This was before the fucking pandemic. You know that one one girl off of uh, Love is Blind? That's yeah, like, she was like, hey, the enzymes. The enzymes. <laughs> just, it's just thinking about can you Can you imagine dating somebody that you can't kiss? You know what? I have been in a relationship where I didn't enjoy kissing my partner. We were together for like three years mm. and we barely kissed. How does that work? What did y'all do? I just didn't. We fucked. I just didn't enjoy kissing him. So 
there would be no foreplay with like lips I mean, to lips. there would be no lip on lip foreplay, but there would be like lip on other parts of the body. I mean, it would be lips on lips, but not It'd mouth. Be lips and other lips. For real. For real. So what's what's your dating experience like? Online dating? Mm-hmm. Or IRL dating? Online. This is digital intimacy. Um, First of all, I am terrified of dating apps today. There's something <laughs> about dating apps that really scares me. And this probably started a little bit pre-pandemic. It knocked a part of my brain that causes trauma. I know what it is. I just don't want to talk about it. But it's not a fun affair for me. But my experience with dating apps has been, let's see, I think I was catfished once, mm. which really sucked because I sent them like nudes. I used to exchange nudes, but then I, w- I realized that I never saw this person's face. <laughs> I was so dumb. Um, every time I like tried to reach out for a hangout they would always be busy so i never got to see them so that's when i was just like you lying bitch they Mm. were probably just sending pictures of somebody else um i have made a very good friend on tinder we went on dates actually when she was in kenya we dated um it was very like casual but then we have formed we have come to form like a really really good um friendship other than that, I've probably gone on dates with people, but then haven't really had any, like, actual success. I actually, I probably would say that all of my dates have been Tinder dates. Um, a couple of them have been hookups. Uh, one of them was a great friendship, and one of them I was catfished. Mm. That's about it. I'm done. Speaking of catfishing, like, when it comes to digital intimacy, for me, that's always one of the well, there's a lot of big risks because you get to pretty much create a persona, create whatever you want people to perceive you as. So like, I know that Tinder and a lot of other things make it so that you connect to Instagram, connect to your Facebook, connect to this, connect to that. But what has your, (laughs) this is a funny question. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, have you tried dating on social media? But obviously I know, I know the answer to that. My my current relationships Mm -hmm. I met with people online mm-hmm. so yeah okay so question for you yes for the people who are looking to make connections online what advice would you give to them like for your listeners right now who are like listen i've tried tinder nothing's there i've tried this and i've tried that give them some some tips some tips on how to do the thing i think the best tips that i can give are if you're on the dating apps I would say be really clear with the things that you're looking for. Um, Put that in your bio. I was having a conversation with somebody very recently who was talking about how in their bio they had said, I'm looking for somebody that I can have a coffee date with and then go home, share a salt bath with. That's my form of intimacy. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love baths. So I feel like that's a really cool intimate thing to put in your bio. Like, you know, just like be really clear about the things that you're looking for i'm looking for friendship or i'm looking for i'm looking to have a good time or yeah set your intentions online and watch it unfold but it's the thing with dating apps is like you have to weed out so many there's so much weeding you need to do and to be completely honest i have found that the opportunity to date people on instagram for me Mm-hmm. has been much better than dating apps. And it's mostly because I find that if I connect with somebody online, then I have more access to what their personal lives are. Mm. So I can see what they're posting. I can see what they like. I can see what their beliefs are, if that's something that they post. Um, You know, if they like dogs or, you know. I feel like you can tell a lot more from a person. Instead of, like, meeting them on, on the dating apps and then going to their social medias, I feel like just directly meeting somebody on the social media apps is a better bet because like even with stories or even with like videos you can hear what they sound like you know with the dating apps you're just like left guessing Mm. yeah and people usually pick like you know for the dating profiles their best five pictures you know their best four pictures they got the good lighting the good angles the good everything whereas on instagram you get to see them in their day-to-day like this is this is what they're doing in their story. Oh, look, they went to this event. This is how they look like when they're with their friends. It's more of a, you know. A real life depiction. Exactly. 
And I find that the conversations are much more fulfilling when it's, I'm not going to say through the DMs, but like, yeah, like when you're talking to someone on like a personal level where the intention is not like, so what are you looking for? Are you here to date? Are you here to fuck? Like you can actually form friendships and those friendships can blossom into something else. And those connections can go from online to real life based off of, you know, your intentions and how you navigate just interacting with people. And it's, it's really, especially now in the pandemic, like it's been, we've all been forced to go like super digital so it's like some people have been really successful. Some people have just been like, nah, fuck this shit. But, you know, when it comes to us specifically, you and I, we, we met on Instagram and I'm now living in Kenya. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so fall. Yes, later. Literally. So do you want to talk about how our connection developed? And- Before we get into that, I just have a question um, about online dating. Yeah. What would be your, or what has been in the past, your, like, non-negotiables when you're going through the dating apps, when you're swiping? What is a definite swipe left? Hmm. Because I try to keep an open mind, for real, for real. I try to keep an open mind when it comes to, like, the swiping. And the way my ADHD brain works, I'd be swiping hella quickly. <laughs> but when I, when I glimpse their bio and I see anything to do with, like, all lives matter or anything to do with, like just problematic fucking things or if they're holding a fucking fish i'm just like bruh because i usually say fishing se- hunting it's like if you're posing with a fucking lion that you killed i'm just like bruh oh my gosh nah, son. usually the white folks love doing that shit i'm like this is mm-hmm. and like, posing with black children jesus yes Oh my God. I'm like, oh, look, I volunteered in Ghana for whatever. And that's all I'm going to talk about. We're going to go out to dinner and I'm going to tell you all about my volunteering. And then I'm going to tell you all about my volunteering when we go fuck. And I'm just like, okay, I volunteer this pussy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, are you going to be volunteering that pussy? Mm. Nah, (laughs) this is not, it's not a... Charity. My pussy's name is not Charity. <laughs> You're not a non-profit organization? I am not. <laughs> Pussy for everybody. Okay, what was the question you asked? I was asking about, like, from your perspective, what was the development of our relationship from Instagram to us living together now? I feel like we've told this relation- this story so many times. Not really. No. Really, no, we haven't. Magic and I met almost um, going on four years ago. And it was because we were introduced by a mutual friend of ours on Instagram. Because I was looking for people to interview for my podcast and people who were in sex work or sex positive or, you know, anything along those lines. And Magic was living in the u.s at the time and imagine I can, I can say that right and before you continue i was looking like actively looking for queer kenyan folks so this is it goes into manifesting serendipity yes that and also when you're manifesting like you got to be real specific about what the fuck you mm-hmm. want because it's like you put out a call for queer black folks mm-hmm. and i put out a call for meeting queer kenyans so the universe was like oh i I know exactly who's the person to bridge the gap between these two completely different worlds. So we talk about manifesting all the time, but this is it happening in real time. And I think the more we talk about our relationship, the more we can talk about how we're here and how we manifested this right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met Magic and um, I interviewed them for the podcast, which if you guys want to listen to that podcast, I'm actually going to tag it in the show notes below. That was our first time speaking. And I'm pretty sure it was hella awkward because I had a little crush on Magic. And I believe Magic had a little crush on me. Girl, too. you know I had a crush on you because I've been <laughs> telling you every chance I got. And then so we did the interview and then Magic slid into my emails and was like, <laughs> professional. So, what did you say in my email? I was like, first, I was like, I am in awe of you, which was fucking true. Because the whole time I was just looking at her doing this fucking video interview, like, God damn, you fine as fuck. Um, and, and to date, you still say that. So I believe. Yes, you. yes. I do. Affirmations. But yes, I did slide in your DMs. I mean, your email after literally right after the interview. I was like, um, would you be 
oh no, I said, I would love to connect with you, um, even more. And then you were like, here's my number, text me. So you are the one that was like, here, text me, bitch. And I was like, <laughs> let's go and what's up and see what's up. I mean, yeah, you asked and I responded. Why are you making it sound like, so you. I didn't do that. All I did was congratulate <laughs> myself. <That's... laughs> but yes, I do not mind because I, I think to start with, I'm the one who slid into your DM. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, and then you slid into my email. <laughs> we be sliding into each other. <laughs> messages. Slide that D in my M. No, no. Doesn't make sense. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, that was like almost, that was like a little bit over three years ago. Mm-hmm. And then we were friends for two of those years. Mm. Um, so we had a long distance friendship, which started really kind of lightly. Um, some of the conversations that we had was, uh, how to harness like a digital, um, play partnership, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I think at the time I was very, I'm sapiosexual for the most part. So I usually have to fall for somebody's brain before I can have any kind of intimacy with them. Mm. And so I was trying to get that relationship with you and, you know, I kind of, I think I friend zoned you for a little bit. Um, yeah, for, for two years, I friend zoned mm-hmm. your ass for two years. And I loved every part of it. Like, I feel like people be like, oh God, I got friend zoned. Where it's, where it's like, if you have the chance to get to know somebody without the fucking pressures of anything, when you're, when you're friends with somebody, this is when you get to like, actually slowly get to see them and learn them and come to understand them, you know? So I'm very grateful for the time that I, I was just your friend. Because at the end of the day, I already knew you were someone that I wanted in my life Mm. at whatever capacity. And I made sure to let you know, like, yo, I'm not just here trying to hit it and quit it or whatever the fuck. I'm not here. Like, my end game is not anything other than having you in my life. So, yes. So I was in the friend zone for two years. Two years. And then what? And then um, there was an incident that happened where... Um, actually the pandemic was, was really something for us because we, we did a lot of dating. We were, we, oh, we have to talk about this dating. I feel like our first date was on Instagram live. Am I right? Or was it before that? It was on Instagram live. And it was for a festival. We won't name the company. And also I don't remember. So I'm genuinely <laughs> like what company so it was like there was a queer organization that was having uh like an online festival and it was right at the beginning of the pandemic it was beginning 2020 Mm. and um we were asked actually i was asked to do something and then i was like oh you know who would be perfect to do this with me magic so i asked magic if um they would be keen on on like maybe we could just do like our first date on on ig live Mm. And man, we got so many views and people were like rooting for us. Yo, the support has been... Oh, the support for our relationship has been insane. It's amazing. Just like, yo, y'all love to see black queer love win. And I was like, we're here for it. Cheer us on. Like, we can feel the good energy from here. Absolutely. And then um, after our first IG live date, we then had our first... Actually, then you asked me, will you, will you go on a date with me? <laughs> and I was like, yes. And then we had our first Zoom date. Mm-hmm. And by this time, Magic had already gathered how, what my, like, what the things I like. Like, what's your favorite food? Do you like flowers? Da, da, da. So on the day of our first date, um, Magic found one of my friends on Instagram and sent them, like, please, could you have these things delivered to Kaz by the time that the date Mm-hmm. So I had flowers, um, a bottle of wine, and um, Ethiop- Ethiopian food, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is one of my... F- oh, we haven't even had Ethiopian food since you've been here. Um, which is one of my favorite foods. And then, um, yeah, then I got dressed up. We both got dressed up for this date. Mm-hmm. I was in lingerie. And Magic was in like a floral shirt with that yellow background um, in the house <laughs> where they used to live. Mm-hmm. And that was our first date. And it was an amazing first date. I was, just, and then you sang. Oh, I don't remember that. Jesus, 
that's the one part that I remember the most is you sang. And then we took our BDSM King compatibility. We shit. did it on our first date? Yep. I we showed it. it. I love it. I'm here for it. Shout out to Shaz. Because Shaz is the one that gave me. Yes. The, Shaz like, hooked it up. Man. Like the flowers and and you, everything. So You're going to be at the wedding, Shaz. Are you oh, for be? sure. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe you're going to officiate that shit. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that would be so cute. That will be cute. Yes. So I think, you know, once again, interjecting, I feel like the narrator. So at this point of the Mm -hmm. story. I mean, um, I've been speaking most of the time. You go. No, what I was going to say is talking to like the listeners, um, you know, like the progression of our of our relationship is really a testament to what happens when you are patient with the people that you meet, when you operate with good intentions, like what you're manifesting could be right in front of you, you know, but it takes time. And uh, we really be out here acting like we don't, we're always out of time. Like people are just like, I don't have the time for this. I don't have the time for this. You know, I'm looking for this and I want to find it right now. A lot of the things that you're looking for need to be cultivated. You have to be able to water that fucking garden. You're not going to get a fucking tree, you know, from Home Depot and just be like, put that shit in the ground. I'm like, yep, here's the tree that I grew. Where are the fuck are my fruits? Mm. It's like, you know, like I was, I was asking the universe for something and it provided me with that something what did you ask for when was it like five years ago i was sitting on my lunch break at work and i was just like i'm not happy in this relationship i'm not okay like i had gotten out of a relationship and i was writing down the things that i want and i was like universe i'm ready for my next partner and these are the qualities that they're gonna have i need them to be patient i need them to be understanding like i want a love that is nurturing i want a love that is warm and soft and gentle and passionate i want a love that's gonna be able to like last i don't want any temporary fucking flings i don't want to invest my time in a person that's gonna drain me i want a love that fills my cup and feels symbiotic i want a love that's tranquil so i was just sitting there talking to the universe and that's that's what came to me and but it didn't come to me right away i had to wait instant gratification is what a lot of us are used to it's like if i'm not getting exactly what i want to get right now then this shit is not worth it and it's like if you want to operate like that that's fine but it's not going to get you what you're manifesting the love that we have has taken years to cultivate and it's taking lots of hardships it's taken hard conversations it's near-death experiences on my end like it's Mm. taken a lot to for us to be here and the love that y'all see which you love so much I think I saw someone say that they were jealous of our love or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo. Don't be jealous. For Manifest. real. Manifest that shit. And then just keep an open mind and an open heart and be fucking patient. Like, just be patient. Because I know that at the beginning of 2020, I did my manifestation list, which I turned into a video. Mm-hmm. And everything that I had asked for was already under my nose because everything that I've ever wanted in a relationship is in magic. My whole entire life, all of the things that I've ever asked for is in magic. So like it was already there and I was still kissing frogs. You know, um, it took magic getting unwell and me realizing that, oh my good, um, I do not want to have a moment where this person is unwell even if it's just a cold and I'm not able to be there for you. Mm. It just, I was just like, I need to be there. That was my thing. I need to be there. I need to be able to take care of you. And that's when the shift happened for me. I was like, okay, uh, yeah, this is the person. And this is after harnessing two years of friendship. Mm. So we made the big decision it was around october right november yeah mm-hmm. it was the end of october so yeah november mm-hmm. of 2020 and wait the time doesn't exist it's okay because <laughs> my brain <laughs> we've both we've both we've both been <laughs> i can't even speak we've been through so much fucking trauma like our memory mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. is fucking horrible really and separately it's even worse. fucking worse yeah. short term long term medium term <laughs> i can't remember what the end of term fuck. half term <laughs> so if you ask us questions we're gonna be like yeah that happened five years ago it's like bitch yeah. that was yesterday it was like oh yeah. and what happened yesterday it actually was it was november 2020 so mm-hmm. yeah because we've been together for over a year mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And that is the story of how we're here. We met both manifested exactly what we have. Mm -hmm. And Magic and I have decided that we are going to be life partners, that we're going to be nesting partners, anchor partners. And what that means is um, we're going to live together. We're going to stay together. We're still both um, polyamorous Mm -hmm. and sort of work. We're going to have another conversation about this, but we're working through our definitions of polyamory at the moment, what it means to us and how to navigate that space now that we're in close proximity Mm -hmm. but we still identify as a polyamorous couple and um we're trying to figure out how to make that work for us but at the moment we are both currently (laughs) exactly what we asked for exactly what we manifested exactly what we healed for amen to that shit man yeah and speaking of healing and polyamory um our lives are public so y'all have seen our fucking lives literally and there are questions that we don't answer for a fucking reason because even though we're open people and we love proudly shit happens when you're poly shit fucking happens and if you don't think that it happens you're not practicing poly the right way which is ethically like that's really it like if you're practicing ethical non-monogamy and you choose to share your love with the world people are gonna get to see you in every form of your love and like Cass said we're exactly where we're supposed to be and everything has happened exactly how it's supposed to happen. And if you know, you know. If you don't know, then you don't know. <laughs> but, so I'm going to just say If that. you don't know, it's Nanya. It's Nanya. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to the people who choose to just be open. Like, we about to start a YouTube channel. We about to be on TikTok. We about to, like, y'all about to get... Too much of us. A lot of us. Yeah. And because we're just out here trying to spread queer fucking love african queer joy because goddamn african queer joy i'm so tired of seeing stories about our pain it fucking like we our shit fucking sucks but guess what there's slices of joy within all of the sh- the fucking struggles that we go through mm. and our joys deserve to be amplified because mm-hmm. we're more than our pain mm-hmm. yes homosexuality is illegal and there's just policies that completely you know Make it hard for, Whew. make it dangerous for a lot of queer people. Exactly. And, and we are very privileged and we do not take that for granted because Magic and I spend all of our time walking in public, holding hands. Mm-hmm. We know that majority of queer people in Kenya cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I literally manifesting a future where it's not a privilege to exist as you are where everyone has the same rights, you know, when it comes to love. And then our current situation is is just, it fucking sucks. Being queer and open is complex and dealing with shit from our family, from the public, from the religious folks, from literally hate from all fucking angles. The love that we have in our communities is fucking strong and it's resilient and it's worthy of being celebrated. So my hope is that living with you and creating more content, celebrating that shit, having conversations that don't surround sex or like the shit that people just fetishize when it comes to queer sexualizing folks sexualizing queer bodies mm-hmm. it's like i know we both fine as fuck but like we also have beautiful minds and we also have ideas that are worth sharing <laughs> 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 that's a that's a little ted joke <laughs> theodore someone here was on the theodore stage <laughs> not too long ago yeah if you want to watch my ted talk there's a link in the show notes below or you could just google kaz ted talk you know make those views. i'm trying to get those views up to one million so Yo, let's see where we are today she really said google me bitches if you don't know me just google kaz <laughs> plus ted you know it's something that's there i mean surely if you're listening to this podcast you should know by now that i have done a ted talk <laughs> let's see how many views we have gosh it's just not budging <laughs> It always, it always hits a number and then it's like, okay, I'm not moving. 587K. Oh my God. Do you hear that? Oh God, it's just <laughs> half a million views. Oh my God. Why am I not in the billions Guys, already? please help me get to a million before my mom's birthday, which is March the 14th. Thanks. Listen, share it near and wide. Even the haters. I know you're going to still watch oh, it. The haters are the, the 5 million honestly no that's not true there's like three people that love you really hard <laughs> Fact. which is me like, <laughs> and auntie kathy 
and, and Kiki. Exactly. Because <laughs> you remember when you were asking your cousins if they watched it, my they were like... My cousins have not watched my TED Talk. <laughs> they are so shady. Gosh. Listen. Uh, I can't. Like, it's 10 minutes long. Quenny serious. Listen, a little bit of motion, eh? but uh-huh. it's not really motion. <laughs> Your cousins are just like, <laughs> just like, when am I going to be on TED? And you're like, have you even watched my talk yet? I was like, ooh, drama. And then, and then trying to hug me and be like, oh, you know, I love you. Don't fucking love me. <laughs> Lies. If you love me, go watch my TED talk. Yeah, wait until they start calling. Oh, you know, uh, we're starting a business. We need some money. I'm like, eh? <laughs> you watch the talk. <laughs> Gotta love them. Okay, back to digital intimacy. How and where to find love online? Um, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about how would you say that we have formed fulfilling online connections (laughs) (laughs) through the pandemic? During the pandemic, actually, a hundred percent of our relationship has we have a pandemic relationship. (laughs) Um, so how would you say that we have been able to to form fulfilling? connections in the time that we were apart hmm. you know thankfully we both have iphones so texting was pretty easy <laughs> um i think we've both been very clear about what we want as we've shifted in our wants and desires because as we've grown in this few what feels like few months but it's actually years which feels like decades oh time is so wild mm-hmm. but we've been growing and as we're as we've healed our needs and desires have changed and being able to form and evolve together, like without us interfering in each other's growth. Mm-hmm. It's been really fulfilling for me to be able to grow side by side and to be able to be like, okay, now this is what I'm looking for. And okay, now this is what I'm looking for. Does that work? I'm like, nah, not for me. Like, okay, cool. Let me just take a step back, continue healing. And it's, it's, it's not a matter of changing yourself to be anyone else's cup of tea. It's not a matter of you becoming what you think the other person wants. It's more so you healing yourself and thus healing the connections that you make because you're not going to be able to pour from a fucking empty cup you can't pour from a cup with holes and cracks in it like you just can't and you can't pour actually one of my favorite sayings is you can't pour milk in a cup full of water what does that mean for you it means (laughs) it's like considered a more like luxurious substance whereas water in this in this particular definition where water is just like empty uh like for example a lot of people are dating around just to fill the void of having somebody in their lives. Mm-hmm. Whereas they know that this person is not the right person for them, but like, I don't want to be alone, so I'm just going to stick around with this. Meanwhile, your person or your people are like standing outside the door waiting for you to pour the water out so that they can come in and, and fill your cup with milk. Ah. Yeah, so you can't. You can't pour milk in a cup full of water. You need to empty your cup in mm. order to fill it with a beautiful, more wonderful substance. Milk. Wow. Mm, almond milk. I've never looked at milk like that. But I mean, I guess it makes sense. Milk has nutrients and calcium and all of that. First of all, and... don't fool people into thinking milk is a great source of calcium. Um, I wasn't Get talking... out of there. I was not talking about the milk from the cows or goats. Okay. Not talking almond about milk. That. It's yes. high in calcium. Talking about plant-based milk because we are vegetarians and vegans out here. I am actually pescatarian now. Okay, so... as of like three days ago. Yeah. I'm a but vegetarian. I an... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also I wanted to add um, how we have actively been working towards cutting generational trauma so that we're not toxic people onto each other. And so that we're not carrying forth all of the trauma that we were raised with, all of the trauma that was passed down onto us by our parents that they never healed from because they didn't know how. You know, inevitably, if you don't heal, then unfortunately, your child is going to have to heal for you or your partner is going to have to heal for you, the people in your surroundings. So Mm. Magic and I have been really, um, we just have really worked towards healing ourselves in order for us to be better versions of ourselves for each other. Mm. 
for the most part, we had been and we have been practicing what we call RADAR. And I can't remember what the acronym for RADAR is, but it's a monthly relationship check-in. So we're able to do check-ins on like finances, hobbies, work stuff, um, health, other partners. And just like it's a real comprehensive check-in with your partner, which we have been doing monthly. Um, I guess a lot has happened in the last couple of months. We've been together quite a bit. Actually, Magic, you and I have been together quite a bit, I must say. What do you mean? Like, since we started dating. I think I've seen you ten times. I mean, it's for for the ordinary person. Wow. <laughs> Did you hear that? In the past four years, I've seen you ten times. Jesus, I've seen you a lot. Okay, so ma'am, I have to, I ma'am, have to say, what? I've seen you more than I, I have seen any of my other partners. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you ten times in four years. It's just like for a long distance relationship. I have to say, I saw you in January of twenty one. I saw you in May <laughs> of twenty one. I saw you in August of twenty one. I saw you in... That's because I damn near died in all these dates you're naming. December of 21. And now, <laughs> here you are in February of 22. You better be seeing me every fucking day, baby. I see you every... I'm happy to see you every day. Okay. I'm, I'm grateful. How... You... I'm sorry, dude. That you moved here. I was going to say, how has that transition been for you? Going from online loving to like, bitch, I'm waking up to you every fucking day now? Like, What? It was not, it's not as horrible as I thought it would be. (laughs) So for context, Magic and I have separate bedrooms. And this is because (laughs) I (laughs) like my space. I too like my space. Let's just get that out there too. I like my space, but not from you. Because I like you a lot. (laughs) But I do like my space. I do love. From who then? Everyone that I've ever dated, I've just been like, oh my God, I can't do this. But then when it comes to you, I'm just like, but I like you. Why do I have to sleep over there? But I like we you. haven't slept apart yet, but we have separate bedrooms. And I think we need to start practicing some separation only because I don't want it to be something that happens when we're when we're tired. Yeah. Or like, oh God, I could use a break. I think we should start practicing some separation time. Okay. Um, Starting and- tonight? No. Uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. We have to do the radar first and then we can do separation. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we have separate rooms. Um, we're very good with boundaries uh, and understanding each other's boundaries and um, knowing the fact that we both enjoy alone time. Some more than others. Alone time is actually one of my love languages, being left alone. So right now, I think we're in the honeymoon phase of our living together. But I think we should definitely start to practice the alone time. (laughs) It's only been six days, babe. You said we're in the honeymoon time. It's only been six days. Yeah. Honeymoon. (laughs) I know. I know. Three months. Okay. According to Wikipedia. Oh, is that so? Oh, fuck Wikipedia. What does Wikipedia know nah. about black queer love? I just made that shit up. See, you believe anything. I mean, you can, you, <laughs> you, you can believe anything if there's a Wikipedia attached to it. Because I can uh, edit. Or, or <laughs> you're the one that told me. Fun fact. <laughs> it's not going to be a fact, nor is it going to be fun. Continue. Fun fact, guys. If you say fun fact before any sentence, people will believe what you say. <laughs> it's true. Yes. I just be like, fun fact. Did you know that the first horse was actually a pig? A... <laughs> it was a breed between a pig and a donkey. Fun fact. You just walk away and someone's going to be like, damn. And then They'll go they in. continue this fun fact. <laughs> okay, let's Let's, let's call it passing on generational idiocracy. <laughs> Idiocy. Idiocy. Let's talk about online sex. You go. Mm. When I first met you, you said, send me a picture of your pussy. I was like, ma'am. <laughs> did I say that? You did. When Sounds we first, right. When we first started getting intimate, you said, send me a picture of your pussy. I was just like, never. I am a Christian woman. <laughs> never in my life have I ever taken a photo of my pussy. That sounds so barbaric. Um, no, for real though. I was just fast forward. Fast forward now. I just be busting it wide open on FaceTime, Zoom, 
our FBI mm. agents be jacking the fuck I off because like I'm not ashamed to just get really sexual and in all seriousness it took me quite a while to get comfortable um just bearing my body online when it comes to this long distance relationship everything has been really different for me it's nothing like I've ever experienced I've always felt a sense of safety a sense of just like adoration and it just I've always just been held even without us physically meeting because we first had online sex before we had like real life sex um it lived up though what, what does that mean like the online version the IRL version was as good as the online version see that's the thing though when it comes to like online sex what would you tell the you know the common person because I feel like we all think that like online sex is reserved for like porn stars or cam you know cam girls or cam boys or cam days like for for the average person who's just like mm, I don't know if I'm gonna be ready to ever do this it's like what would you tell them how, how do you create safety in that space well for starters honestly if it's not for you it's not for you Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend who who has often said to me, like, I cannot get into, like, sexting. She's just like, I swear to God, the minute a motherfucker says, what are you wearing? She's like, see, pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, she just, like, she just, she can't get into it. Some people just can't get into sexting. So, um, f- let's start by saying all of these things. Queer love, polyamory, online sex sexting it's not for everybody but if it is for you and it's something that you want to experience and explore i would say definitely have more conversation about it so uh rules of engagement what are some of the things you want to do how does the intimacy between two of you look does it require more vocal does it just require silence do you want there to be toys involved because at the end of the day what online sex is is just like mutual masturbation online so what about your partner is going to turn you on in that moment? What's going to get you off? Do you want to be like super intimate where you're telling each other that you love each other? Or if it's not love, if you're just trying to fuck, just try and figure out, I think, have the conversation about some of the things that are going to turn you on in that moment. And you'll find that even by having that conversation, that conversation alone is going to turn you on mm. when you start to talk about boundaries or some of the things that you want to see. Um, and try as as much as possible to be as open and as honest as you can. And I think doing the kink test, I am going to attach the kink test in the show notes below. It's something that you can do with a partner. It also shows like what aspects of your kinkness is compatible. Magic and I are hella, hella compatible. (laughs) Like literally 100%. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I mean, there's nothing that I'm not willing to try with magic and vice versa. I believe I don't want to speak for you. Oh, no, you're right, baby. You can speak for me because God knows. You'd be like, you know what? I mean, I, I think except for poop. I don't want poop either. I think, see, we agree. There's nothing except for poop that we're willing to try with each other. And vomit. And, I mean, and you've never tried to let me throw up on you? You. Just stick your fingers down my throat. Baby, babe. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yucking your yum, but yuck. You literally yucked my saying, I'm joking. I don't want vomit played. And also, um, trampling. We ain't about that life. No, that's not nice to the little animals. Yeah. Okay. But, but back to the topic at hand. <laughs> um, also online sex can look exactly how you want it. Mm. If you want it to be audio only, if you want it to be Ooh, like lights off, you know, if you want it to be like, I'm not showing my body on the screen, but here's my fucking feet while I masturbate. Well, that is part of your body, but you don't have to show your body. You don't have to like be busting a wide open asshole to the fucking camera. You know, you can be in your comfortable space and your partner can just be there mm-hmm. or your, your person. I don't know if partnership. We received a beautiful voice note from an, an online lover of ours mm-hmm. that was hot. It was, I love online, I love voice notes. They're so, it's, there's something about that. So don't just, when you think about online sex, don't just, you know, allow your mind to be like, it looks like this. I can't do that. You know, if, if that's something that you do want to try, just know that there's a way to do it your way, which is right for you, you know? And if you have a trusting person on the other end, this can be a really beautiful thing. But it takes a lot of trust, honesty, communication, transparency, vulnerability. There's a lot that comes to it. And once you figure out what works for you, 
and you find a person that's worthy of, of, of sharing that intimacy with you, that digital intimacy, it's a really, really beautiful, cathartic, for me, it's cathartic, just mm-hmm. being able to like, you know, mutually masturbate. I don't really... I mean, be... mutual masturbation is just bay on its own. Mm. Can we talk about our without mentioning even an inkling of who the people are but please can we talk about our our digital orgy yes you start you start (laughs) so first of all i manifested a new year's eve orgy Mm -hmm. um for 20 this one 2022 yeah (laughs) 20 this one and um i mean the original orgy that i had planned fell through but like somehow the instagrams show um there was a play party actually that was happening on New Year's Eve, uh, in while I was in Houston, and Magic was with me in Houston, so we went for the play party, which was interesting, life changing. It was definitely the aspects of it were life changing, but some other parts of it were actually quite like um, underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, Houston is a weird place. Tbh, <laughs> I love. Houston, I think you, honestly, you need to be with Crystal to enjoy Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anybody's going to Houston, just look for Crystal. Just like when you get to the airport, be like, summon Crystal. <laughs> Continue. Origin. And so we had a little underwhelming play party. Nothing actually happened there. Um, nothing sexual happened at that party. Ish, ish, ish. The details are not necessary. And then um, the next day, uh, Magic and I had a digital play session with another couple, which was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. We had three cameras, like laptop and two phones, like different (laughs) angles. It was, and then they had different angles, cameras, like we had a close up camera. Oh my God. It was like a our POV. FBI Oof. agents must have been jacking off together for sure. Jesus. But it was, and then it was like, f- how long? Four hours? Yeah. Oh my God. We were fucking for four hours. It was everything. Pretty much like nonstop. Like, yes. we would take like literal water breaks. water breaks, like two second breaks, and then like onto the next thing, onto the next thing. And it was just like, there was rope play involved. There was knife there play. There was all sorts of kinks. There was being, what is it called? S- scratching. Scratching, with, stepping with on. Heel, yeah, stepping on. I guess that is, is that, would you consider that a form of trampling? I don't think so. There's, there's, there's another word for it, right? Yeah, there is a word for it, but you know, mm. damn well, we're not going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> not with our brain. But heel play, whatever the fuck. Mm. Um, and yeah. just, ugh. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful to watch and be watched. Oh. Mm-hmm. Voyeurism. Exhibitionism. Like. It was beautiful. I mean, and the other couple, we loved them so much. Like, it was just perfect. <sighs> beautiful. <laughs> just holistic. It was a holistic orgy. It was healing as fuck. And it was, this, yes. is, this is, I think that's where the idea that for me, that's where the idea of digital intimacy was just like, Yep, this is something that needs to be talked about because it's it's not impossible to form healthy, fulfilling, loving, adventurous, healing connections online. You just got to be patient, be intentional and make sure that you're able to give the things that you're asking for. If you're asking for safety, understanding, patience Mm -hmm. in your partner or play partners or whatever relationship you want, make sure you're able to give that shit right back. This is a two way street. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we, we've reached the climax and we've come down. And, you know, my final words to the listeners when it comes to digital intimacy, like, first and foremost, be clear. Just be clear about what you're looking for. And keep an open mind and an open heart, but also practice discernment. You know, if you're looking for your person, like, be the person that would make that relationship work. Mm. like do that do the fucking work because a lot of the time we're asking for things that we're not even ready to receive mm-hmm. we're asking for patience we're asking for you know we're just we're basically asking for things and not doing the work towards being the person to receive the things that we're asking for and that's something that i have learned in my life mm. it's just that you have to prepare yourself for the things that you're asking for mm-hmm. but yeah i agree with you and don't don't knock it till you try it 
uh, a lot of people can be against like oh my gosh me i could never me me i would never but honestly don't knock it till you try it because a lot of the time people who are like me like with that whole self-righteous me um are just doing some unethical shit behind closed doors <laughs> you know so like don't be that bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not even gonna try to sing good good call but that's it yeah i think that's it that wraps it up guys if you um, guys gals and non-binary pals guys is an is not a non-binary term but when i say it i mean it as it's non-gendered but it's gendered i know i understand okay okay gays gays <laughs> Please do us a favor. Magic and I have started a like a digital diary of our love. We have an Instagram page. It's Kaz and Magic, literally. Kaz, K-A-Z-A-N-D-M-A-J-I-C. Oh, that would make for a good song. And we are soon launching our YouTube channel, Kaz and Magic. And you can find us, Kaz and Magic, across the board. We're also going to be launching our TikTok page and... Um, we're also open to partnerships if anybody is out there listening and wants to business business partnerships. oh business partnerships yeah not really <laughs> not romantic partnerships we are not looking for that and it, and yeah that's about it and if you have any topics that you want us to cover or anything please just feel free to like slide into our DMs mm-hmm. yeah but other than that that's all we got yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for holding space for us. Whether you're going to work or at the gym or laying down in bed, whatever you, however you are listening. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. I wanna hide. I don't want nobody else seeing me naked. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to catch us next time on the spread. Bye. So I just wanna lay down my body and just expose myself to you. Oh baby. So lay down your body and just expose yourself to me too. Because I want your love. Will you give me love? Make my dream a reality. 